There are two ways you can spin any situation, for the positive or for the negative. You can either complain that roses have thorns or rejoice that thorns have roses. You can view dandelion seeds as a weed or as a wish. You can either focus on what's tearing you apart or what's holding you together. It's all about perspective. Imagine this scenario. A mother and her son are standing on a street or somewhere around town and they notice a homeless person. In scenario A, the mother tells her son, if you do not study, you will end up like him. In scenario B, the mother tells her son, if you study well, you will be able to make a better world for him. Which child do you think is going to feel wholesome encouragement to make a change for good? Our words have power like that to build up or to tear down, to lift a face toward the light or to hold its gaze on all that is broken. Every time we have an opportunity to speak, we have a choice about how our words will lead those who hear, granted that no miscommunication occurs in the transaction, but regardless. Will we encourage or discourage one toward Christ-likeness? There are also times when we should keep our mouth shut, like when we are angry or should listen or are not as informed as we could be. And if you're not the person who experienced the situation, you probably could always be more informed than you are. So just move forward in wisdom. You should never trust your tongue when your heart is bitter. We must be careful with our words. Once they are said, they are not easily forgotten and can only be forgiven. If your words will demean make light of a serious matter, or misconvey the truth, you should hold your tongue. As Thumper so classically said in Disney's Bambi, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. But the solution is not just to be quiet all the time. Use your words to be kind to people. As Ephesians 4.29 says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And that's what we're thinking about. You can be like, I'm not saying anything negative to that person or to anybody who's related to the situation, but think about around you. If you're telling your sister that or your friend that while you're in line to the grocery store, the person in line in front of you, the person in line behind you, the cashier very likely can hear you because we tend to talk louder than we think we are talking. And they're going to start thinking negative things because you're saying negative things. So if you're, you know, wherever you are in life, if you're saying something that's not positive, that's not uplifting, that's not giving grace, Think about the kind of testimony that you're being to other people. And it's not just about you. It's about how we as believers are living out the testimony of the new life, of the salvation of Christ who is in us. Think about who's around you. Anyone can find the dirt in someone. Anyone can point out the downside of a situation. That perspective comes naturally to us as fallen human beings. It is easy to be a Debbie Downer. It's easy to be an Eeyore. So we must forever be striving to find the gold in someone's dirt or the silver lining of a dark cloud. And trust me, there is always a silver lining. Sometimes it needs to be dusted off. Sometimes you don't see it until later. Sometimes you need to look harder, but there is always a silver lining.
we will naturally become aware of and notice another's weaknesses. So we must show them their strengths, which is an exercise for us and encouragement for them. We must build someone up, put their insecurities to sleep, combat their self-deprecation, and remind them of their worth. We must be a light in an often dim world. As Philippians 4.8 says, I won't quote it directly because I'm sure you've heard it, we must focus on whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, and so on. For our personal well-being, yes, you spend your entire life living inside your mind. Let's make sure it's a nice place to live, but also to be a testimony to a world that dismisses its creator. Unbelievers will notice a stark contrast in our speech if we do not conform to the culture's negative waves, and it will shed light on another way. And one of the first steps to breaking a cycle is to first of all see that there is another way, and we have the power to show the world another way through the words that we use, through the things that we say, through the perspectives that we give. So we can either look at a situation and we can point out everything bad about it, everything negative about it, everything politically misconstrued about it, or we can be like, hey, look at the silver lining here. Look how God's grace is rippling through here. We have a choice. We have the power to focus on the positive and to encourage people rather than just being another voice that sounds just like the news. I like the song words by Hawk Nelson that says, let my words be life. Let my words be truth. I don't want to say a word unless it points the world back to you. We must forever be praying for and consciously choosing words that express the glory of our Savior and his love for the lost. We must live and speak in a way that those who know us but don't know God will come to know God because they know us. More resources that pertain to this subject would be three articles that I've written, one being Stop Talking and Do Something, which is talking about actions and how, yes, words are powerful, but we need actions to back them up. So stop talking and do something, and it walks through several reasons why you should be doing actions, why you should be tangibly expressing and living up to and giving actionable proof for what you're saying word-wise. A second article, How to Be a Well-Rounded Person pretty self-explanatory, walks through a couple different points on things that you can do and experiences you can gain to help you become a more well-rounded person. And then the last one, four truths you can depend on. So if you are in a situation where everything is so utterly confusing and you have nothing solid to hold on to, four truths that no matter what you're going through right now, you can depend on these four truths if you are a child of God. So be sure to check those out and listen to other podcasts. And I will not see you, but I'm sure <laughs> if you reap something from this, that you can reap something for others. So be sure to check out blog posts and other podcasts later and around.